Backside is a place for sermon notes to receive from the Lord this morning. And Steve Sampson is going to come and minister the word of the Lord this morning. And what I love about Steve is that uh, if you're from Christian life, you already know him because our years with him are measured in decades. We've known him for decades, and he's ministered to our church. If you're new to the church, you made this your first Sunday here, I want you to be wide open to what God wants to speak because God has used Steve Sampson over the years to speak into people's lives, a prophetic word. And so I want you to have your heart wide open as he comes this morning and, uh, and be ready to receive from the Lord. So would you welcome Steve Sampson as he comes this Thank morning. You. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Love you. Love you. Bless you. Praise the Lord. It's such an honor for me to be a part of you. Uh, my attendance isn't real good, but I, I, just, I just thank God for you. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. He's amazing. He's awesome. Uh, He's, in, he's our helper, he's our strength, and we just, uh, as we come into his presence, and when, when the pastor was exhorting this morning about draw near to God, it's the same thing I felt like God's just saying, draw near to me, draw near to me, and I just feel like if we'll draw near to God, as, as James says, if you draw near to God, he'll draw near to you, but I just feel the Holy Spirit really saying that this morning, that we're to just draw to him and the anointing is going to come in a greater wave. Uh, I know that this year we're going to see amazing things. Um, we, we had such a great time Wednesday night. I hope you just really come on Wednesday nights. Uh, there's something really extraordinary going on, and uh, just encourage you to come as, as people wait on the Lord and, and so forth. The worship here is always great, and I, I was thinking about worship, how when Jesus spoke to the woman at the well, he said, uh, her question was about worship. And he said to her, the hour is coming now is when true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth. And the word worshiper there is a Greek word, proskuneo, P-R-O-S-Q-U-N-E-O. And it comes from two words, pros, pertaining to, and kuon, a dog. So the real word for worship means pertaining to a dog, or to be like a dog. You ever notice what happens with your dogs? My daughter has a, she and her husband have a Labrador, and that thing sleeps with them. Uh, and it's just sad, but, but, uh, the, the, but you know what I've noticed about dogs? Dogs want to be with you. They just want to be with you. And I, and I believe that's the way worship is. God, I just want to be with you. Anybody own a cat? They could care less, but, uh, <clears throat> but, but, but dogs want to be with you. If you're going somewhere, they want to go. If, you, if they try to get in the car, they just want to be with you. That's the way we need to be. God, I just want to be with you. I want to, do what you're, I want to be with you. I want to be involved in what you're doing. Um, three things I've learned over the years. Number one is God responds to our level of hunger. A lot of people love God, but they're not hungry. But it's so important to, to realize you, the best commodity you have in your life is hunger for God. Your hunger will cause God to do more than anything else. The other thing I've learned is self-satisfaction is your greatest enemy. Self-satisfaction ties God's hands, and that's where most of us are. When things are going good, we don't pray as good. Most people pray good when they're in trouble. How many of you notice that? <clears throat> but we really should be praying good when, even when things are going good. 
The other truth I've learned in 40 years of ministry is that everything we're asking God for has already been accomplished. And that's why I want to share from Ephesians 1, verse 3, first all says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. Would you say that with me? Who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he rose uh, us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame. Would you say that with, without blame? That's not because of something you did. That's because of something he did. You know, most of us have a struggle. Most of us have a battle with unworthiness. Let me proclaim to you that you are worthy. You just didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> you are righteous. You didn't have anything to do with it. But we have to believe the word. Because of the blood of Jesus, he's made us worthy. He's made us righteous. I'm, wor I'm worthy. I just didn't get here on my own. I'm righteous. I know when my boy was little, he said, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to serve God. He was just a little boy. And I said, well, you should have thought about that before you got in this family. You know, <clears throat> but, 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 you know, we... We already are. We've been, we've been, and then he says that, that, you may, um, that you have been accepted in the beloved. Ephesians 1.6. You've been accepted. Even though you have an odd-shaped head, you've been accepted. You're accepted. You're already accepted. You can't be more accepted. Then, he, then I want to drop down in Ephesians 1. He says in verse 16, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now, how many know that when Jesus hung on the cross, he paid for everyone's sins, everyone that ever, ever would live? How many know most people won't cash in on it? Because in 1 Corinthians 4, it says, the eye, their eyes are blinded. And so a lot of Christians, our eyes are blinded. A lot of things we're praying for, God's already done. And we're begging God to do something he's already accomplished. So Paul here is praying. He said, I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. Not your calling, his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? What is the exceeding greatness of the power toward us who believe? And then the, in Ephesians 1.18, of course, Amplified says that, that having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. So we need light. We need vision. And I just want to talk this morning. Don't be a slave to the visible. Trust, don't trust. How many know when you got saved, you got another set of eyes? You have some eyes in your inner man. And, and as we as Christians, maturity isn't when you stop robbing 7-Elevens. Maturity is when you say, I'm not going to trust my sense realm anymore. I'm going to trust the Holy Spirit in me. You've got an instrument panel inside you. The Holy Spirit is in you, talking, giving you peace, or giving you a witness, or giving you a checking, or giving you a vision. The, the Holy Spirit is talking continually to your inner man. So we need light to recognize what has already been accomplished. We need a revelation of what we already have. And my prayer change, my whole prayer life changes because I'm not asking to do something. I'm thanking God for what he's already accomplished. And then, be, then faith begins to come. And instead of agonizing and begging, we're saying, God, I thank you that it's already so. And, and, and then faith comes and, and so forth. So as we follow God, we begin to perceive things that we can't see with our natural senses.
You ever been in a parking lot just waiting for somebody and you, your car's, the engine's off? Your car's in park? The car next to you move and you put on the brake? Your eyes just lied to you. I want to tell you about your eyes. This set of eyes up here, they're liars. They'll deceive you. As Christians, you can't trust these eyes. You've got to trust the eyes of the Spirit. I'm just going to give you a few examples in a minute here. The Bible says, why we look in 2 Corinthians 4, it says, why we look at things that are unseen more than the things which are seen. He said, the un- how many know that says that 2 Corinthians 4, the things which are seen are temporary, right? But the things what you can't see are eternal. Anybody here, I think there's a few people over 30 years old. Anybody here over 30 that remember, do you remember your car you drove in high school? Just raise your hand. Wow. Where is it now? What happened to it? You could see it, you could touch it, you could feel it. Where is it now? It's gone. It's probably in a rust bucket somewhere. Or if you're old enough, it's in a museum somewhere. But but the problem, the, the truth is, the things we see and we put confidence in are temporary. But the things you can't see are eternal. So the walk in the Holy Spirit has to do with, I'm not trusting these eyes, I'm trusting the Holy Spirit. Wow. Adam and Eve, it says, it, it says in, in, in Genesis 3, verse 7, when they ate the forbidden fruit, it says, then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and they made themselves coverings. You know what happened? Adam and Eve got physical sight, but they lost their spiritual sight. I believe when we get saved, we get filled with the Spirit. We, we, we have our physical sight, but we get our spiritual sight back. We begin to see from God's perspective. Wow. If that isn't good news, it'll do till good news gets here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Remember when the prophet, uh, in, in, in 2 Kings 6, uh, when, when they were surrounded and the enemy, uh, the, the Lord kept giving what was going on by the prophet, and he exposed the king of Syria, and he exposed their battle plan, and and they said they want to go down, and we want to go down and kill him. We want to kill the prophet that's doing this. And it says the young man came out one morning that was with the prophet, and he said he, he looked around, he saw the, angel, the armies of the enemy, you know, all, all kind of military, artillery. And he said, he said, alas, and I think of the word alas in the Hebrew means we're in deep yogurt, <clears throat> something like that. But he said, alas, my master, we're surrounded. And remember what Elisha said? He said, do not worry, for there are more with us than are with them. And then he prayed this simple prayer. I think he took a sip of coffee and he said, now Lord, open his eyes that he may see. And it said, suddenly he saw the army of the Lord around it. But how many know the circumstance didn't change? It didn't have to change. All that had to change was his eyes to be open. God doesn't have to change everything. He just he has to let us see it. And another one I like is, is Jer- Joshua 6. Verse 1 and 2, it says, Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of churches. But, but, uh, and, he, <clears throat> and the Lord said to Joshua, and the Lord says two sentences. I'm reading from the New King James. He said, the first sentence was see. Would you say that sentence with me? See. Second sentence, I have given Jericho into your hand its king and its mighty men of valor. God is saying to Joshua, see, 
I have already given you Jericho. I've given you its king. I've given you all the mighty men of valor. Now, Joshua could have stood there and said, it looks like it's full of liberals to me, you know, and, and, and it's a big city and it's a walled city. But how many know the first thing you've got to do is see? And I can challenge you today, you've got to see that you're already victorious. You've got to see that you're already forgiven. You've got to see that you're already complete. You've got to see it. That's why Paul said, I pray that the eyes of your understanding to see what God's already done. See, I've already given you Jericho. Now, they still had to march around it. They still had to blow the trumpets, and, and they still had to do what God said. But before it all happened, before the walls of Jericho fell, God says, see, it's already done. That's good news. I love the story about Thomas in John chapter 20. And by the way, I'm going to read. Some of you need to be lightened up. I want to just read something to you. This is a little story about a, a fleeing Taliban, desperate for water, was plodding through the Afghan desert when he saw something far off in the distance. Hoping to find water, he hurried toward the oasis, only to find a little old Jewish man at a small stand selling neckties. The Taliban said, do you have any water? The Jewish man replied, I have no water. Would you like to buy a necktie? They're only $5. <clears throat> the Taliban shouted, you idiot. I, did not need, uh, I, I, didn't, I do not need an overpriced necktie. I need water. I should kill you. But I must find water first. Okay, said the old Jewish man. It does not matter that you do not want to buy a tie and that you hate me. I will show you that I'm bigger than that. If you continue over that hill to the east, about two miles, you will find a lovely restaurant. It has all the ice-cold water you need. Shalom. Cursing, the Taliban staggered away over the hill. Several hours later, he staggered back, almost dead, and said, your brother won't let me in without a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the whole, the whole message this morning, the greatest thing I can say is don't go by outward events. How many, how many hate it when somebody judges you outwardly? I, just, I don't like to be judged. And, you know, it's amazing how because of we're in that fallen state, we're looking through the wrong eyes. Have you, ever, have you ever met somebody you think, boy, they don't see much? But once you get to know them, you think, wow, they're, they're a treasure. They're a treasure. And you ever met somebody you thought, boy, they're a treasure, and then you found out later they're shallow as a birdbath, you know? But, but, <clears throat> but, but the truth is, you can't go by these eyes. And, and it's, it's amazing how we serve a God who calls things as not as though they are. When you feel weak, God doesn't see you that way. God, God sees you as more than a conqueror. When Jesus said to Peter, you know, the Father and I have had a conversation, we're changing, we're, Simon, we're changing your name to Peter. He saw Peter is a rock. Peter was, at the time Jesus said it, was the most unstable man, probably out of all the disciples, and yet said, you're a rock. I've, we've changed your name. And that's the way God is. We've got to believe the gospel. We can't believe our senses. And uh, remember when Samuel went down to anoint, uh, God sent him down to anoint one of the sons of Jesse. And they kept bringing in sons. And the first one looked so good, Samuel said, surely this is God's anointing. He's ready to pour the oil on him. And God says, no, hold on, cowboy. This is, you, you got the wrong one. 
And he kept bringing in sons, bringing in sons. Finally, they ran out of sons. You got any more sons? Well, yeah, we got one out here. He's kind of got manure on his shoes, and he's just a little kid. And God said to Samuel, arise, anoint him, for this is the one. And he said these wonderful words. Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Aren't you glad? James says, my brethren, chapter 2, verse 1, do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality. For if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings and fine apparel, and there should also come in a poor man in filthy clothes, you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes and say to him, you sit here in a good place, say to the poor man, you sit over there. Have you not shown partiality among yourselves and become judges with evil motives? Isn't that interesting? You know, when somebody in traffic drives by and they signal you in a certain way, how many know you're not allowed to judge? Because you don't know if that guy just lost his job. Maybe had some fingers cut off somewhere. I don't know. But he... but. But you don't know if his wife just left him. But you're not allowed to judge. We're never allowed to judge. We can observe everything, but only God is the judge. And, and so when we look through these natural eyes, we get in trouble. Leland Stanford, a man, a very wealthy man, born in 1824. He lived till 1893. Had a son as a teenager, 17 years old, died of typhoid fever. He and his wife, Jane, went to Harvard University to dedicate, to give some money in honor of their son to Harvard University. When they came into the office, Charles Eliot was the president of Harvard University. He came out and he saw Leland Stanford standing there. He was wearing a suit of homespun cloth. His wife was wearing a faded gingham dress. Charles Elliott looked at him, he says, with sarcasm, what do you need? I'm a very busy man. Because he looked at the way they were dressed. They were offended. They were there in 1880-something to donate $15 million to Harvard University. He offended Leland and Jane Stanford, and they left the room. They went to Palo Alto, California, and started Stanford University, which opened its doors in 1891. And that money was rebuffed. It was lost, all because he looked at the outward appearance. And I want to tell you, as mature as Christians, I want to tell you, don't go by outward appearance. Remember in Scripture, in First Samuel, Second Samuel 6, when it said David was dancing before the Lord, and it said he was whirling and dancing with a linen ephod, he took off his kingly robe. And what did his wife do, Michael? It says, when he came in after dancing, she said, how glorious was the king of Israel today. Sarcasm. Uncovering himself today in the eyes of the maids of his servants as one of the base fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. So David said to his wife, Michael, It was before the Lord who chose me instead of your father and all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord over Israel. 
therefore I will play music before the Lord. And then he says, and I will be more undignified than this. You got a problem with the way I dance? You better look out. It's going to get worse. And he says, and I will be humble in my own sight, but as for the maidservants of whom you've spoken, by them will I will be held in honor. Therefore Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no children to the day of her death. It's an interesting scripture that Michael was not the wife that was promised. It said that, that whoever, when David killed Goliath, that, that the, the promise was that, that uh, he would get the other wife. But it said Saul chose Michael. It's in 1 Kings 18. It says, or 1 Samuel 18. It says that Saul chose Michael to be David's wife because he said he'll be a snare to her. And I think this incident was not just something that happened. I think it was the last straw. Because she was always looking through the window of her flesh. You know what I'm saying? We can look through the wrong eyes. We're judgmental and we're critical and we're not seeing the way God sees. Aren't you glad he sees differently? We can pray. We can say, God, give me your perspective. One time as I was pastoring, I used to be a pastor before the Lord delivered me. And uh, I, I remember having a, a, a prophet came in and, and, and he was, we were, one morning we were just having coffee and I said, listen, I'm having trouble with my secretary and she's, She's using the church phone to gossip and, you know, and, and it's funny when you, you can't, when you're dealing with this, you know, when you, when you rebuke somebody, they take three-fourths of the church with them, you know what I'm saying? Well, it happens. Okay. <clears throat> I couldn't correct her and everything, and finally, this old prophet, he prayed, and he bowed his head and he prayed for a long time, probably 30 to 40 seconds, and he says, uh, he looked up at me and he said, and he saw by the Spirit, he said, that woman was never hired to be your secretary. And I said, oh my goodness, you're right. She came, I was a young pastor, 27 years old. It's amazing how fast 10 years goes by, but, but, but uh, I was a young pastor. And, and this woman came to me, and she said, God told me I'm to be your secretary. And being naive and an Ahab personality, I Okay, you know, that woman gave me so much trouble, but the prophet said she was never hired. She appointed herself. That same prophet told me one time, and I, 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 was, I was writing my first book, and I, I'll never forget, I said I was having such a struggle writing my first book, and I worked and everything, and I, and I just said, would you pray, brother, if I'm ever going to finish this book? And I'll never forget, he had those bloodshot eyes and that wrinkled face, and he bowed his head, and he just prayed for a few seconds, and he said, Steve, you're not only going to finish that book, you're going to write many books in your lifetime. I just finished my 12th book. And I, the, but when he said that, the thought had never occurred. It had never hit my mind that I would write more than one book. I thought I was going to, you know, I was still in my 20s. I thought I'd finish it and die. And yet the prophetic, the prophetic sight was, oh, you're going to write many books. I can say that to you. God's thinking bigger about you than you're thinking about you. If he told you everything he was going to do through your life, you wouldn't believe it anyway. But we have to say, God, we thank you that you see things different than we see it. Remember when God told Elijah? And I love it because he said, I'm getting ready to send rain on the earth. He said, Elijah went up on top of Mount Carmel and began to pray. And he prayed with his head bound between his knees. And he told his servant, go check and see if rain's coming. 
And what I love about that is he kept telling his servant to go check. And his servant kept coming back saying, the sky's blue, there's no cloud. And he just said, go check. And I love it because he refused to let his eyes contradict what his inner man was seeing. Glory to God. Isn't that amazing? And I love the way God is. It says in Isaiah 11, verse 3, his delight is in the fear of the Lord, talking about Jesus. He shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor by the hearing of his ears. There's so many good scriptures about seeing. Paul was preaching at Lystra, Acts 14. As he's preaching, under the anointing, he looks out and he sees a man, and it said he saw that he had faith to be made well. And he said to the man, get up on your feet. And the man stood up and walked. A man who had never walked a step in his life. I think the man was surprised and Paul was surprised, but he saw it in the Spirit. God said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, what do you see? Jeremiah says, I see the branch of an almond tree. God says, Jeremiah, you have seen well. I'm getting ready to perform my word. Would you say it with me? Everything you see, God is getting ready to perform. That's how the Holy Spirit operates. You see it. You see what God is, it says. And, and, and you see it in the, in the realm of the Spirit. Hallelujah. I remember one time I, I, I was in a meeting and I saw a pastor's wife and I looked at her and she, was, she looked pregnant. And I just said, because she was 45 years old or so, and I said, I know God's telling you, you're going to be more fruitful, because I just saw it in the Spirit. And three years later, I'm, I'm, her husband came to me and he said, you know, my wife and I have been told we could never have children. We have two adopted boys. But he said, three weeks after you said, I see you pregnant, he said, she is pregnant, and now we have a three-year-old girl. And he wasn't happy about it. And, and it's like, and, and, but it was amazing. But we see in the realm of the Spirit, things are more real. Catherine Kumas asked, how can I see more miracles? And she said these words, when you stop believing what you see and start believing what you can't see. So God gives us sight. Hallelujah. He gives us sight. You heard about the guy who called the hospital in the middle of the night. The nurse answered. He said, she's in labor. She's in labor. What do I do? And, they, and, and the nurse said, is this her first child? And he said, no, this is her husband. Ah, <clears throat> oh, man. How many agree with me that we have to have God's perspective? And there's so much here. There's just so much here. But, but God wants us to see into the realm of the Spirit. And whatever we see, God's going to perform. It should be normal Christianity when you pray to see a picture, to see a vision, to see, to, to dream dreams, to, to, to get the mind of the Lord. I see my circumstances, but, but, you know, it's just like the prophet said, there's more with us than are with them. You've got to just have your eyes open to see it. Don't see fear, see victory, and so forth. Glory to God. Well, one thing the Lord uh, spoke to me this morning is that, that we're, we're going to see some things here. And, and tonight we've got a meeting at 6 o'clock. And we're going to have more time for the prophetic realm. But it's just it's so much fun. I, I was going to tell you, I had this experience, I think it was last week in Florida. And, and I just, I just I'm, not, I'm so helpless. If, if you knew how helpless I was, you'd get up and leave right now. But... 
there's this guy sitting on the row, and I just went over to him. I didn't mean to it. I just kind of, I was walking by him, and I felt this, and I said, Brother, the only thing I'm hearing the Lord say is full speed ahead. And I just had kind of a word about his marriage and stuff, but I said, full speed ahead. Well, the pastor got up later. He's laughing, and he said, he said, Steve doesn't know that this man is a professional race car driver. Can you imagine the Holy Spirit saying, full speed ahead? But, but God thinks he's right. Hallelujah. And, and, and I want to tell you, we can live in a realm where we're hearing the Holy Spirit. We can live in a realm where the Holy Spirit is talking to us, and, and we're seeing what he wants us to see, and it's all victory. I'll tell you, I've heard from God a lot of times in my life, it's never bad news. If God kicks your rear, he can make you feel good about it. You know, there's something, there's something about the, the way the Holy Spirit is. But I felt this morning God was healing somebody that has such arthritis in your spine. And there's another person that has arthritis in your one foot, not on both feet, but in one foot. It's just so, seems like it's so painful. And I just want to pray for you. So who, who is it that you say, you know, Steve, I, that's me. I have arthritis in my spine. Just, just, just tell me. We're, we're just going to pray and give God the glory. And who is the one that has it's arthritis in your foot? Now, I don't know. That's, is that in your foot? Yeah, okay, we'll pray with you. And who's the one about your spine? We just want to, where you at? Yeah, just run down here, brother. And my sister, can you just run up here? We'll just pray. Our, my brother, I can't see. The light is so bright, I can't. Yeah, so anyway. This in your spine kind of thing? Well, God's going to take care of you. He really is. What's your name? Carl. Carl. Well, Lord, we thank you today for healing Carl. We thank you for a brand new spine. Everybody just agree. God, we just thank you for the virtue of Jesus Christ. We see this spine well. We see this spine whole. We see this spine complete. And Holy Spirit, right now, we thank you for Carl. We thank you for touching him. And I just see lately things have gone wrong. You say, God, if it's not one thing, it's another. But the, the God is making you so free from bad news. He doesn't have any bad news for you. And I see there's a, this thing like water off a duck's back. Things aren't going to stick to you. And God's putting a fresh hunger in you. God's putting a fresh appetite in you. Carl, you're going to be so ravenous hunger. And I want to tell you something. There's going to be a, it's like you're going to walk around saying, I feel like I have a new heart. I have a new heart because life's going to be different starting right now. And this pain is going to fade away. And that's only one of many things God is going to do. So we just give God the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. This in your foot... Excuse me? It's my first time here. Your first time here? Mm -hmm. What's your name? Roman. Roman. I have some Weight Watcher material in the car I'm going to get for you, but um, Roman. So arthritis in your foot? Yeah. What foot? It's my right. I sprained it like more than 30 times. You've sprained it more than 30 times? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Basketball. Basketball. Well, Lord, we just pray right now. We just... We just pray in Jesus' name. We thank you for healing Roman today, that this arthritis in his foot is healed. God, that you've chosen today to make him whole, oh God. And Lord, you love him so much. And Lord, he said it's his first time here, but you had an agenda. You, have, you had him set up, oh God. And Lord, we thank you for Roman. We thank you for just healing him. And whew, glory to God. I see all these blisters. I, I, I don't know what this means, except I feel like there's been a lot of irritation. There's been a lot of just stuff in your life that has been irritating and sandpapering and 
like a rubbing the wrong way. But the Lord is going to turn things. And your confidence in God is going to grow. And your faith in God is going to grow. And your trust, trust, trust in Him is going to grow. His hand is on you for good. I don't know if it was a mother or a grandmother or somebody really called out to God for you when you were a child and that you, are, you belong to God. You're His. You're His. You're His. And He's claimed you as His own a long time ago. Hallelujah. Who prayed for you? Your mother or your grandmother? Who was it? Do you know? Probably my family. Everyone. Everyone. Okay. Well, they, you, were, Everyone. you were claimed. Okay. Hallelujah. Maybe they liked you after all. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. Hallelujah. What's going on here? A problem in my spine. L4, L5, and 3. I've been having been 24 19, 84, but now it's occurring too much uh, in, in my left leg. Yeah. And at the same time, in my right foot, I got foot drop. Everybody agree. Lord God, we just agree for this healing. We agree for this healing going on. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We just agree. The virtue of Jesus Christ flows, flows, flows. Flows, flows, flows in him. Flows in him, flows in him. Hallelujah. Man, I feel that. And I, I just feel God healing your digestive system too. Hallelujah. Just healing your whole system here. We thank you, Lord. Oh, man. Hallelujah. What's going on? I have arthritis in my spine. Arthritis in my left foot. And I have a hole in my heart. Isn't that amazing? She says she has arthritis in your spine. She said it with an accent. Where are you from? England. Oh, you're from England. Okay. <laughs> Arthritis in her spine, and uh, arthritis in her left foot, and a hole in your heart. Well, we're going to pray for her. What's your name? Sally. Sally. Stretch your hook towards Sally, would you? Lord God, we just agree for the virtue of Jesus Christ flowing to Sally. We thank you, Lord, to heal this hole in her heart, this defect, oh God. We thank you for making her whole, well, complete. We thank you, Lord God. We know you've already spoken this arthritis is leaving her spine. This arthritis is leaving her left foot. We declare that she's going to, we know she has a big mouth. She's going to tell everybody what you've done, oh God. Oh God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. And I see God really giving you that sight, just that sight. Don't trust your eyes. Don't trust the circumstances. Glory to God, because he's going to, you know what I see, Sally? I see God just filling you with such a glory and such an expectation that is this, what God's doing in you is going to so spill over, spill over, like a, just like a overflowing, 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 hallelujah. There's three people around you that do not have a relationship with the Lord that are going to soon come in to a relationship with the Lord. You watch. There's three people that are going to come into an encounter. I see that. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I see my brother here. Uh, I keep seeing that God building your faith. What is your name? Gary. Gary. But I, I just keep seeing, Gary, God really building your faith and trust. And some things have happened that shook you up and, and just, uh, you, you know, we get through, go through things and, our, and we waver. But it's like your feet are in concrete. Your trust in God is in concrete. And there's going to come a new assurance and a new knowing, knowing, knowing. God is with me. So who can be against me? And God's going to order your steps. And you're, you've been in a wilderness, but you're walking out of that. And you're going to taste freedom. And I see God, like, it's just like he has his hand hooked in your hand. He won't let go. And everything's going to be momentum. Everything's going to be forward motion from this day on. So thank you, Lord.
for opening his ears to hear you, just that he'll hear you with clarity, and he'll know with an assurance that you're with him, with him, with him. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, Lord, I just thank you for Yuki and Mike and Tracy. They drove five hours yesterday to get here. What's, what town is that again? Macomb, Illinois. It's in the United States. I know... Uh, <laughs> But, Lord, I just thank you today for Yuki. I thank you for the anointing. Lord, I thank you to work quick. And that's what I felt this morning, the Lord working quickly in your life, putting pieces back together. And it's like been been Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. And it's like, God, can you put things together again? But I I know he's going to do it. I know he's going to give you a fresh vision. He's going to give you a how-to. He's going to give you sight in this situation, and he's putting things back together. I feel the Holy Spirit saying he's going to expedite it, and I hear the Holy Spirit right now saying it's going to be better than you think, and it's going to be like you didn't lose anything, and God is going to shut the mouths of the gainsayers. God is going to shut the mouths of the gainsayers. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're up to. We thank you it's good news, and we thank you that Yuki is protected Protected, protected by your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Wow, do I feel that. It's just like God just sealed something, as I said. That. Just, it's done. It's sealed. Uh, let me just pray real quick. I feel like there's, I'm a little scared to do this, but I feel like I'm supposed to pray for eight people that have uh, pretty bad neck issues. And then eight others that do a lot of necking. No, but uh, the, the, uh, <clears throat> it seems like there's eight people that have a lot of neck issues. Could I, could I just could get you to raise your hand? There's a, that looks like about eight. Could you just run down here real quickly? Even, even my sister on the camera, that's fine. We're just going to pray with you real quickly. This is a wonderful time to get healed. Praise God. Wonderful time to get healed. If I have more than eight, then only eight are going to get healed. I'm kidding. Don't <laughs> get so we got more than eight, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Did I say fifteen or eight? <laughs> we just going to agree because God's going to do something wonderful here. And it may happen instantly. It may take God three days. It may take God three hours. But just receive, okay? So, Lord, we do. We just, we just thank you, Lord. What's your name? Lord. Lord, we thank you for healing. Lord, we thank you for the touch of the living God in her. We just thank you. I see God putting a fresh spark, a fresh desire in you, and I see the enemy fleeing. I see the enemy fleeing from you. Hallelujah. The purpose of God, Lord, in you is so important. It's so significant, and the devil's a liar. The enemy hates the purpose of God in you, but you're gonna, there's a new fire, fire, fire in you. We thank you for healing your neck. What is your name, please? Jenny. Lord, we thank you for touching Jenny today. We thank you for just the perfect healing in her neck that it's... You're going to feel like your neck's on fire. Hallelujah. God's going to resurrect some old dreams. God's going to stir up some fresh desires. Hallelujah. This part of your life is a good season. It's not a bad season. The latter house should be more glorious than the former. You're going to get excited about what God's doing. Hallelujah. What's your name? Mary. Lord, we thank you for healing Mary today. We thank you for the power of the living God in Mary's life. And we thank you for healing her neck completely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's going to strategize more of your life. You're going to find yourself at the right place at the right time. I, I see you 
uh, it, I see a fresh start being given. I see these starter flags, a fresh start's being given to you in your life. Hallelujah. What, what's your name? Lord, we thank you for Lou. We bless her with the healing in her neck today. We bless her, oh God. We bless her, oh God. We bless her, the perfect healing. Well, I see significant change coming for you. Praise God. Your name is? Manny. Manny? Uh -huh. Lord, we thank you for healing Manny today. God, we thank you, Jesus, for the virtue of Jesus Christ flowing into him, touching him, blessing him, healing him, making him whole. Hallelujah. Manny, one thing I see is victory. I just see, I see this victory, victory, victory in your life. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. No more sorrow, no more sorrow, no more sorrow. Sorrow being replaced with joy, 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 joy. Hallelujah. What's your, Lord, we thank you for Seath. Lord, we bless him today. We bless him. Was this an accident? Or? Yes. That's what I thought. Lord God, we thank you for healing Seath's neck today. We thank you for making him whole, O oh God. Just because he's small, that doesn't mean you can't use him some way, O oh God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. You're going to feel God's working through your hands. I see God touching you. I see God blessing the work of your hands, things you put your hand to. There's going to be healing in your hands. There's going to be comfort and tenderness, compassion. When you lay on, on people, that, that virtue of Jesus Christ is going to be imparted. Hallelujah. Your, you and your wife are set up. You're, you're set up for the purpose of God. To, to, you're, you're gonna, God's going to so order your steps, and he, He's going to place you where He needs you most. And just like you need God, God needs you. And, and God's going to just fill you with a, with a knowledge of His will, His purpose. Hallelujah. Fill you, fill you, fill you. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for Jerry. We thank you for the healing in her neck today. We thank you for the sovereign, powerful word of God. We thank you. And Lord, we just thank you the, the praise. I've, I've been feeling this for two days, Jerry, but I feel like the praise is going to solve everything. We just praise God. Paul and Silas praise God at midnight. And God caused an earthquake. God, we thank you for an earthquake. We thank you for an earthquake. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. We thank you for the healing in this, Nick. We thank you for the power of the living God. We thank you, Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Let the healing be complete, complete, complete. Glory to God. We thank you for the healing. Complete, 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 complete. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. What's your name? Eva. Lord, we thank you for healing Eva. We thank you, God. Seems like your neck's been hurt more than once. Does that make sense? A bad disc. God, we thank you for a brand new disc. We thank you, Lord, for that amazing repair. We see it whole. I just, I just see that, that God mending that, healing that. Hallelujah. What's your name? Karen. Lord, we bless Karen today. We bless her with the healing she needs. We bless her, oh God. You know, the enemy so tried to derail you, and you got off track for a while, but the Lord's got you back in, and you're His. And it's like you're never going to be out of His presence again. There's no more detours. I, I see God keeping you focused on track, and you're going to be a blessing. God's going to make you a blessing. God's going to make you a blessing, 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 more than you ever dreamed. Praise God. Thank you for healing our neck today. Hallelujah. Your name is? Robert. Lord, we thank you for Robert today. We thank you for the power of the living God. Healing his neck completely, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I see an odometer that's come. It's like it's run all the way up to 100,000. 
but there's a new start. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you're turning over the odometer. Life's going to be new and fresh. Hallelujah. You're entering a new season in your life. You're entering a fresh season in your life. Thank you for healing his neck. Your name is Chris. Lord, we thank you for Chris. Thank you. God, heal him completely. Lord, heal his neck completely. Heal his neck completely, you, oh God. Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank in you, Jesus Lord. Name. Thank you, Lord. I see you in the starting blocks like, in a, like a runner. There's a new resolve. There's a new determination in you. You're going to do more damage to the devil. You're going to do oh, more. You, you're, you're, there, there's a lot of God in you, and there's a lot of purpose in you, and, there, and, and God has used you, and he's trained you for a lot. He's prepared you for a lot. This is, this is a new start, a fresh start, a fresh resolve. Hallelujah. And Gary, we bless you today. Through your wife. She just had surgery on Monday, neck surgery. Okay. And your wife's name is? Laura. Lord, we thank you for Laura. We send your word to Laura. We send your word to Laura today that where she's had this surgery, that it'll mend quickly, that, that the results will be amazing, enormous, mind-boggling. Oh, God, we thank you for that wonderful healing. Hallelujah. God is softening her heart. Oh, my. It's like her heart's been rigid. Her heart's been resistant. Her heart's been, I don't know what happened. The enemy got in there and distorted things in Laura's heart, but it's being mended, it's being healed. You're to praise the Lord for what he's doing in your, her heart. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. What's your name? Lord, we thank you for healing our brother. We just thank you for complete healing. This was an accident. Did you have an injury? No, it's just sharp pain. Just sharp pain. God, we just thank you for healing him up completely, completely, completely. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God is removing such a veil. Your, your eyes are going to see the glory of God. Your eyes are going to begin to behold His purpose. You're going to find your way. You're to have an attitude. This is what I hear the Lord saying. Just like Joshua, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I don't care what anybody else says. This guy is going to serve the Lord. And that, that's to be your attitude. Praise God. You guys can be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, real quickly, we've got to stop here, but... Thank God we have a meeting tonight, and if you're hungry, you'll, you'll come. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, April, last part of April, somebody's birthday is the last part of April. I want to say 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, round in there, but you really desperately need a healing. There's someone else, your birthday's the first part of November. I think it's maybe the first, just the first several days of November. Seems like both of you, they need, I'm praying about a healing. And a lot of people need healing. I don't know why God's doing it this way. Is, if that pertains to you, last part of April, first part of November, but you really need a healing. Just say, I, I think that's me. Yeah, come up here, and where's the other one? Do not be shy. Don't want to be robbed. <sighs> I was in a meeting in Rapid City, South Dakota. It was a cowboy church. 300 cowboys. I was the only one there without a cowboy hat because I looked like a nerd. And uh, the word came that there's a man here, your name is Sharon. Your wife's name is Sharon, and she needs a healing desperately. And I said, who is it? And nobody responded. And so I went through the whole thing again. I said, your, 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 your wife's name is Sharon. She desperately needs a healing. Who is it? And nobody responded. So I'm thinking... I'm so glad that I have a round-trip ticket, and I felt, I felt so embarrassed, you know, I thought, and you know, this guy comes up after the meeting, he says, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you a minute, he said, I was sitting out there, my 
my wife's name is Sharon. And she has a terrible, she's 40 years old, but has a horrible problem with her hip. Her hip hurts so bad she can hardly get through a day. I said, well, why didn't you come up? He said, I don't know. I'm, I'm a pretty self-absorbed guy. I want to say, well, duh. But I, and I prayed with him, and I, I hope it happened. But it's, so, it's such a shame when God gives you something on a silver platter. <laughs> Here's what I'm doing for you. So are you April or November? November 2nd. Okay. And who's the, who's the uh, April one? Last part of April, you, it seems like you so need a healing. April 17th. Well, come, come on up. Desperate. Okay. That's right. Yeah, come on. Let's just all agree. And what, we just agree. What is this concern? Do you mind telling me? A whole lot of physical issues. Okay. Other things too. <laughs> Pardon? Other things too. Okay. What's your name? Megan. Megan. Let's just all pray with Megan because I believe the Holy Spirit is just on her so much. God, we just thank you. We thank you for healing her mind, body, soul, and spirit. Lord, all the issues she's facing right now. We ask you, God, and you know, Megan, I see you treading on serpents and scorpions. It isn't the junk you've been through as much as the enemy's trying to magnify it. He's trying to, to blow it out of proportion. But I hear the Lord saying, you're on good ground. You're in good hands. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, we apply the blood of Jesus. We apply the word of God. We apply this living word that came and said, you're healing Megan, who's born this first part of November, who seems to have a birthday every year. Mm -hmm. Lord, we thank you for the perfect healing. Boy, do I see something going on in your abdomen area, all that air, just down that lower area. Oh, my goodness. Power, power, power of God. That's right, isn't it? Hallelujah. Oh, my, 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 my. The healing's flowing. So you just rejoice in God. You rejoice in God. And the enemy's a liar. He's under your feet. He's, he's blowing us out of proportion. You're going to be better than you realize. You really are. Hallelujah. Good to see you, man. Oh, good to see you, too. Thank you. He's in need of new kidneys, okay? I think God has an extra set up there, so... Arthritis there. God, we thank you. Everybody stretch your hand toward him. Lord, we just agree. We agree for brand new kidneys. We curse this arthritis. We curse this weakness in his body. We curse any form of cancer. We curse it all. In the name of Jesus Christ, we declare. We declare that he shall live and declare the works of God. We just declare the life of God. Lord, right now, we thank you for that impartation, that wonderful impartation by your anointing, by your anointing, by your anointing, by your anointing, oh God. Thank you, Lord. We just receive the healing that this pain leaves his shoulders, that these kidneys receive strength and are giving brand new ones, whatever he needs. Oh, God, just let it, let it take place. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That scripture, David said, I would have fainted. Had I, if I didn't believe I was going to see God's goodness. God, we see your goodness. We see your goodness. Amen, amen. Hi. What's going on? I have... Um... Just a lot. A lot going on. When's your birthday? April 12th. April 12th. Lord, we just thank you. For your first name again? Alex. Alex. God, we just apply the blood of Jesus to our sister. We apply the blood of Jesus. We apply the blood of Jesus to her body, to her situation. Lord, we thank you for the healing taking place, going through her whole being. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I see you fighting the good fight of faith. I see God with you. 
I see you've been through hell, but it's good. God's bringing you out of this. It's been hard. It's really been hard. I can feel it, but you're getting out of it. You're getting out of it. You're moving on. So thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Uh, the other thing I heard, that, and pastor's going to come and dismiss us, but before we get out of here, um, I'm usually wrong on these, but I felt like there's nine people that just cannot get a good night's sleep. Felt like there's nine of you. And there, that means there's probably 20. But, but uh, if you have trouble getting a good night's sleep, you just stand real quick. We're just going to pray. You have trouble getting a good night's sleep. I just feel such compassion for you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm eyes off. Okay, all of you. It doesn't matter. Sometimes it's just exact. But I just feel this. Oh, I feel this compassion. Hmm. I'm going to pray for this novice here, and I'm going to, but it's going to be like I'm praying for all of you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Everybody just stretch your hand towards somebody near you. Touch them if you can. Lord God, we agree. We agree for the gift of sleep. We rebuke insomnia. We rebuke the spirit of unrest. God, every one of these standing, we declare they're going to have good sleep, satisfying sleep, deep sleep. You give your beloved sleep. God, we, we ask you to touch the system, touch the chemistry, touch the nerves. Lord, just shut the brain down that is too active, oh God. Whatever's needed, we declare it. We declare it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Before a pastor comes, I, you can have a seat, but there's one other person. You're a, you're a twin, but you've been just through the hardest trial. But you're a twin. That's how I know who you are. But you've just been through such a hard trial. Where are you at? You're a twin. Just want to pray for you a second. Yeah. You come here a second. And you got another one? Yeah, come up. Come here, just real quickly. Yeah. Yeah, don't be shy. We got to... At least there's no Super Bowl that anybody's going to miss. But uh, we'll get you out of here. Does that make sense about a hard trial? Is your, who's your twin? Is that... Is, no, but it's, it's you. Yeah. You're, the, you're the one with the trial. I'm just saying, is your twin a believer? Yes, she Good. has cancer. She has cancer. And you, you're struggling with something. We agree with you. Your name? Jan. Lord, we agree with Jan. Man, the power of God is so strong. Oh, God, I thank you. I love it when I feel his presence. Oh, God, we thank you for healing Jan. God, we thank you for the power she needs right now in her life. We declare... This wonderful virtue of Jesus Christ is flowing into Jan right now. And Lord, we send the word to her sister as well. We curse cancer. We curse it all in the name of Jesus. And I want to tell you, I, Jan, I see you getting your head above water. I see you drinking this most precious water. I see virtue flowing into you. I see life coming back in you. Oh my, just thank God for it. Receive it. And I curse anything that's come against you. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. God wants you well. And God wants you to live long and healthy. That's his will. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. What's going on? I have a twin sister. You have a twin sister? I've been struggling You've been struggling financially. What's your name? Merlene. Lord, we thank you for Merlene. We just thank you to bless her today with amazing life and amazing health and amazing strength and bless her finances. Oh, God, we ask you, God, to just give her, just put more in her hand. Lord, we thank you that heaven's being released to her today. I feel God doing a download. God's going to help you. God's going to 
God's going to multiply. Lord, we release multiplication to her. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And you're a twin? I'm a twin. And are you having a struggle? So many. So many. Okay. Well, that'll work. What's your name again? Jenny. Jenny. Is your twin a believer? She was. She was. She's, she got you to be a believer. And she's in heaven now, or is she? She's in heaven. Good. I think we're all going to go there eventually. Well, well. Lord, we agree. All these struggles from our sister's heaven, we just agree. We thank you that she's found you. We thank you that she knows you. We thank you that her twin letter to you. We thank you, Lord, that today you've appointed, that you're letting healing flow in her life, touching every part of her body, touching her system. Lord, touching her with these the power of God is going to release her from these struggles, that good news is on the way. Good news is on the way. That's what I hear. Good news is on the way. Praise God. Amen. 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 Ah. Ooh, life. I feel such life. Just say it with me. Father, give me eyes to see. Forgive me for trusting these eyes. Let me ha- trust the eyes of the Holy Spirit that you've put in me. Man, I feel God answering that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. What a good word this morning. Good word. Man. And uh, when when the Spirit is moving like he was this morning, last night, tonight, uh, something supernatural is happening. And so uh, I'm, I'm ready to hear about some answers to prayer very quickly. Even today, you know, if you have a testimony, I want to hear it, what God's done in healing you uh, today. But we're glad that uh, Steve was able to be with us. And we are going to be meeting tonight at 6 p.m. It's one of those services where we just kind of take all the, the limits off God, all the limits off time, just, just saying, God, we want, to, we want to meet with you, we want to hear from you. And I just encourage you uh, to make the effort it takes to get here uh, tonight at 6 p.m. But we don't want to wait uh, till tonight to give. We want to give right now towards Steve and his life and his ministry. And I'm going to ask you to sow something into that because uh, he lives by faith. He is not paid by any denomination or any church. Uh, he doesn't make any demands when he comes. He just shows up and he believes it's what, what's given in the offering will, will uh, help him, his life and his ministry. And uh, so uh, I just encourage you to uh, give what God places on your heart uh, this morning, uh, to Steve, and then also come tonight expecting. Don't wait till tonight to give. Give now, but but come tonight expecting to receive from God and hear God's voice. And uh, I know that you will uh, tonight for sure. I'm going to invite the men and women to come forward, and as they do, would you just? Uh, uh, Steve's been ministering us. Let's minister to Steve. God, we just thank you uh, for your servant, our friend, uh, Lord. We just thank you for the years and decades of relationship. And God, I just thank you for his obedience when he comes to this house. And so, Lord, we pray a blessing upon him. Uh, Lord, I pray that he would not return home weary and heavy laden, but God, that he would return home with a a, a fresh anointing. And God, again, that you would supply all of his needs according to your riches and glory. And uh, so, God, we just thank you for him being with us. We just are looking expectantly toward tonight and what you have in store for us. And so, God, again, thank you for this opportunity to sow uh, into your kingdom through Steve and his life and ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As you give, uh, just a lot of things happening in your bulletin. You're going to want to look at them. There's things for children, for youth, for men, and I believe there's something even for women. So, 
Spa Night. Ladies, are we so excited about Spa Night? I said, ladies, are we so excited about Spa Night? Okay, we three are really excited about Spa Night. We hope you all are too. Um, lots of cool stuff happening on Friday, February the 22nd at 7 p.m. Uh, tickets are $10 and will be available out in the lobby after church and also next Sunday after church. That'll be your last chance to purchase tickets. Um, ages 11 and up, ladies of those ages are welcome. If you're under 18, though, you have to bring a person over 18. Remember, there's no child care, so you have to find somebody else to watch your kids who are under 11. So some of the things that we're going to be doing that night, first of all, come comfortable. Wear something that you feel good in. But don't wear something that's going to make the rest of us uncomfortable. <laughs> we'll be doing facials. We'll have items for sale, some jewelry, some lovely duct tape creations. I'm holding right in my hand here a pad of paper covered in duct tape made by our own Regan Bechtold and my own Claire Spencer. We'll also be doing hand massage, scalp massage, and there will be chair massage available with, among other people, providing students from the Harper College School of Massage Therapy. Uh, there will be do-it-yourself manicures. There will be brow waxing. There will be smoothie tasting. And there will be a representative nurse from Alexian Brothers Medical Center teaching all of us ladies about a very important monthly exam we should do, breast self-exam. No. <laughs> so remember, tickets in the lobby, $10. Please come join us. We're going to have a great evening. Thank you. Boy, um, they just keep raising the bar on announcements, uh, and they make you blush at the same time. So that's, uh, that's nice. Would you stand for the blessing of the Lord? Can't wait to see you tonight. I just kind of wish we were just going right now into the night, but uh, we'll come back at 6, ready to go, worshiping, just drawing near to God and hearing his voice. But may the Lord bless you and protect you. May he smile on you, be gracious to you. May he show you his favor and give you his peace. God, I thank you that that blessing rests upon us. And Lord, I just pray right now that you would give us the eyes to see that blessing and that favor and that grace and that peace. God, keep us safe and keep us strong until we can gather together again tonight and worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you.